Hey guys, welcome back to Unveil. This is your girl, Lita Rose. Okay, so today's episode is about tattoos. Okay, so before I start, I want to give you guys a bit of a mental picture so you can understand more of what I'm trying to explain, okay? Because I still feel like it's a traditional uh, religious mentality that think tattoos is a sin or it's bad or you know you're going to hell for that, okay? But I just want to make things more clear for people and then you can decide in the end. I'm not going to tell you, no, you're wrong, tattoos are okay, or I'm not going to tell you, you know what, tattoos are bad. No, it's a personal choice. But I'm going to start with this little um, mental picture. Okay, when you pass away, when you die, where does your body go? Your body's going to go six feet under. It's going to start deteriorating or the worms are going to eat you. And then it's going to be, the only thing that's going to be left is your bones. Okay? So in that aspect, you guys need to understand that your body's not going to heaven or to hell. Okay? What's going to heaven or hell is your soul. That's what's going to heaven or hell, not your body, not your skin. Okay? Because that's going to stay here on earth. Remember that. Okay. So I just want to paint that picture. This episode is going to be short. It's going to be short because it's not real lot of, it's not a lot of an argument. You know, it's more like common sense that people just refuse to, uh, have regarding this topic. And I personally think because they don't like tattoos, they don't approve of tattoos. They don't like how tattoos looks. It looks like you're, especially if you're a Christian, oh, it's representing God the wrong way. Instead of judging the character, they're judging the skin. You know what I mean? But whatever, to which is own. So anyway, so let's jump to it. What does the Bible say about tattoos? Okay. So before I start, I really want to emphasize this. God did not choose a nation. Okay. He chose a man, which is Abraham. If he should, if he, if God chose the nation, he would have chosen Abraham, his dad, his tios, his tias, the cousins. He would have chosen everybody. No, he told Abraham, leave your family and out of you is going to come a nation. Okay. So Abraham did exactly what he was told. Therefore, everything started expanding. The 12 tribes started happening. So when the, the Hebrew society started to expand, um, they had to be, um, not rules, but structure. You know what I mean? Because at that time in the Old Testament, other civilizations have already formed and they're already practicing their rituals, their routines, their religions. Everybody was already practicing their own thing. So God wanted his own people to stand out, okay, to be distinguished. So people couldn't, because people know you by the way you look. You see, by the way you looked will determine what tribe you were from. Okay. So that's why God wanted his people to look a certain way, to act a certain way and to be a certain way. Okay. So let's just start with that. So the thing that a lot of people use uh, regarding tattoos is the book of Leviticus, which is 1928. So let's go to that. Let's just really go to what it really says. Okay. So real quick, it says, you shall not make any cuts, any cuttings on the flesh for the dead. Okay, so don't cut yourself for anybody who's dead. All right, nor print any marks upon you. I am the Lord. People interpret that as tattoos, and I agree. It does talk about tattooing because, um, like I said, people will know you by how you look, uh, and they will determine what they will. Uh, 
look at you and say, okay, he's from over there. He's this, he's that. So if you know the traditions of back then, a lot of people will mark themselves based on the, the God they were worship. It's a form of, a form of worship, a form of saying that I'm one of the warriors, you know, they will have markings or they will have tattoos and they would, they, they would do that for their beliefs. So basically that's why God didn't want the Hebrew people to do that because you don't have to, you didn't have to, you needed to send out. Now it does, the book of Leviticus is a book of instructions for the Hebrew people, because like I said earlier, God wanted them to be a certain way. So I'm just going to say it and I'm going to say it straight out as, as nicely as I can. If you're going to use that verse, like, for example, if you're going to come at me and tell me, hey, the book of Leviticus says this and this and that, I'm going to say you're right. But you know what it also says? It also says do not wear makeup. It also says you need to wear a certain fabric. It also says you can't cut your hair or your beard or wear or eat a certain way, a certain meats you have to eat. The, the yeast, the, the bread needs to be, has to have this. Um, it also says you can hang out with, uh, with non-Jewish people. So if you're going to use that verse, use the whole book. Don't just use it because that's the only verse that you agree on. Do you know what I'm saying? Do not be a hypocrite. Please don't do that. If you're going to use that book, use it all. Like I said in my previous podcast regarding our God versus Apostle Paul, don't just use here and there scriptures to back up an argument. If you're going to use the book, use it all. Okay? That's the best advice I'm going to give you because trust me, I'm not going to stay quiet. <laughs> okay? I'm just being nice and I'm just being straightforward with you guys. Like if you're going to use that book, use it all. Unless if you're going to, if you're not obeying that book, then you yourself are sinning because you're not obeying that book. And if you're telling me that I'm sinning, then that makes you a sinner too. So who are you to judge me? The Bible also says before you try to uh, pluck out someone's, um, I forgot the, the specific words, but look at yourself first. That's what it's basically saying. I'll look up the scripture before I end this um, episode so I could let you know what the Bible says about trying to correct someone else when you yourself are not use, uh, correcting yourself. Okay, so let's jump to the New Testament. So before I jump to the New Testament, I really, uh, I want to explain uh, that the Old Testament, I'm not trying to dis, uh, discredit it because it's still valid. You, you still need to use it. However, God did make some adjustments to the New Testament, okay? Because the New Testament is, a, is for the Gentiles. That's me, meaning I'm a Gentile, hence I'm adopted to the kingdom of God. I'm not Hebrew. I'm Mexican. So those rules that God left for the Hebrew people it didn't work. So that's why God needed to change some stuff because in the book of Hebrews, uh, verse, uh, chapter eight, verse six to eight, it explains to you how the old covenant didn't work. It failed. So that's why Jesus had to come into the picture and create a new covenant. Now, before anybody starts, you know, telling me all oh, blasphemy, you know, um, there are some things that the new Testament does use from the old Testament, but nowhere in the new Testament does it talk about, uh, tattoos nowhere. Jesus had opportunities to talk about tattoos and he didn't because Jesus talked about everything from the, from the old Testament to the new, to new things 
that he gave us. He never mentioned tattoos. Now he did, uh, um, nor the disciples, nor the apostles used any references regarding tattoos for the new church members. Remember we're adopted. This is new to us. So I would think if it was that important to God, they will still warn us regarding, um, tattoos, but they didn't. They did say the, uh, the drunken man will not enter the kingdom of God. That's what it says in the old Testament. And it also says in the new Testament, right? It does, uh, the old, new Testament does have, uh, like I said right now, um, uh, certain things that the old Testament has into the new Testament, but nothing about tattoos. Okay. So I just want to give you guys that, you know, before we start with the new, uh, the new Testament. Okay. So Everybody that says, okay, well, yeah, that's true. In the New Testament, it doesn't say about tattoos, but it does talk about the temple. Okay. So let's go to that because everybody that I know uses that, even the people that don't know the Bible and still don't like tattoos because they're very, um, how can I say it? Traditional it, it, in their eyes, it looks bad. A Christian should not wear tattoos. Oh, and, and I remember that so clearly that I was in my friend's house. And I, I know I talked about this before, but I was in my friend's house and I heard these two Catholic people as they're drinking, right, getting super drunk and saying, yeah, the my friend's brother uh, was like, yeah, I don't think Christians should uh, have tattoos. It doesn't look appropriate. And then the other girl who was like drunk. And I know that's not her first time because I've seen her drunk before. She was like, yeah, that's why I don't have tattoos because... I, I, I think that we should have a clean temple. And I was like in the background hearing them. Cause I knew they were, I, they know that I was a, that I'm a Christian and I was already tatted up by that time. And I knew they were throwing a little shade and I was like, okay, cool, whatever. I'm not going to bow to you guys because you obviously don't know what the Bible really says. You just know what they tell you. Okay. So this is why I'm doing this episode because I'm going to unveil to you what that scripture means. Okay, because I'm getting sick and tired of hearing to this day, 2021, still hearing the tattoos are a sin. No, honey, they're not. Okay, and, and I'm not trying to argue with your opinion. I'm just giving you facts. Don't get mad at me, guys. Okay, so let's go to first, um, first Corinthians uh, chapter 3, uh, verse 16 to 17. All right, okay, so it says, Know you not that you are the temple of God and that the Spirit of God dwells in you. Okay? I want to repeat that again. The Spirit of God dwells in you. Does the Holy Spirit dwelling on my skin? No. Is the Holy Spirit dwelling next to me? No. Is the Holy Spirit in, um, in front of me, in back of me? No. It's in you. What's in you? What's in you is your soul. Your first, you have your body, your soul, and then the Holy Spirit. Okay? So the 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 spirit of God is dwelling in you. And then it also says on 17, if any man defiles the temple of God, him shall God destroy for the temple of God is holy, which is, which temple are you? Okay. So that's what it says on that first, uh, that first, uh, verses. So I'm going to explain to you what it means about having a clean temple and not to defile it. Okay. So let's go to, uh, let's, where's that other one? Uh, first Corinthians, 6, 17 to 20. Okay. So this is for the people that need to know what the Holy Spirit means in keeping it clean. Okay. Again, it's not talking about tattoos. It's talking about <clears throat> verse 17. 
but he that is joined unto the Lord is one spirit. Here we go, guys. Flee from fornication. It's talking about perversion. Okay. Every sin that a man does is without the body, but he that commits fornication sins against his own body. Again, it's talking about fornication. What's fornication? I believe is when you are having sex without marriage. That's what I mean, guys. Okay. Um, so let's, if you guys want to continue, let's continue. I mean, what are you not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is dwelling in you, not on your skin, in you, which you have of God and you are not your own. Okay. So what is basically, uh, let's continue to the other one, which is 20. For you are bought with a price, therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which is God's. Okay, so your body, what it's talking about is where the Holy Spirit is dwelling in, which is the soul. The soul is connected to your heart. The heart is connected to the mind. The first thing you see is what you get. What does the Bible say about God? When you look at a woman a certain way, it was Jesus actually, when you look at a certain a woman a certain way and you lust for her, you have already sinned. It's talking about what's going on, going on in the mind, the heart, because that's what affects the soul. If you come and contaminate the soul with perversion, the Holy Spirit cannot dwell in you. That's what it's talking about, people. It's not talking about tattoos. It's talking about perversion. Uh, well, and I'm, I keep saying perversion because in, I, I usually read the Bible that is a new living translation. And that's what it says. Perversion right now. I'm, I'm, I'm using a different, uh, Bible, which is King James. And, uh, so it's, you know, it's thou thee and all that stuff, but I like the new living, uh, translation because it's more simplified. So, you know, it explains it better, but it's talking about perversion. That's what's contaminating. When you look at porn, when you look at uh, having sex without marriage, all that stuff that you're putting that poison inside, the Holy Spirit cannot dwell in you. So if you're not married and you're having sex, that's what it's talking about. It's not talking about tattoos. Sorry to break it to you guys. Sorry, religious people, but it's not talking about tattoos. Okay? Okay. And a lot of people can say, yes, you have to present your body as a living uh, sacrifice. It's, it's a sanctuary. Okay, if you read 1 Thessalonians 4, uh, verse 3 and 5, all the way to 5, in Galatians 5, uh, verses 19 to 21, is basically, basically talking to you the same thing about perversion. That's what it's talking about. It's not talking about, you know what, let's just go there. You know okay, so uh, I'm going to go to Thessalonians, which is a, uh, 1 Thessalonians 4. Four, three, and five, and it says, <clears throat> "For this is the will of God, even your uh, sanctification, that you should abstain from again fornication, perversion, not tattoos. That every one of you should know how to possess this his vessel in sanctification and honor." Usually, uh, the other translation it says, "Have self control." Okay, o over this, not in the lust of. Uh, of, of fornication. So that's what it's basically saying. Okay. It's not talking about tattoos. What does the other one say? Okay. So the other one it says, which is, uh, let me see. I think I got lost. Okay. Galatians five, uh, verse 19 to 21. And it says, this is what it means 
work of the flesh. It's not talking about tattoos, people. You guys need to study your Bibles. And it says, I'm sorry I'm getting preached up in here, but I'm just getting frustrated. Anyways, now the works of the flesh are manifest, which are these, adultery, fornication, uncleanness, uh, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred. Um, it has all these things, strife, uh, wrath, uh, every envious, murderers, drunks, but nowhere does it talk about tattoos. Okay. I don't know what's up with religious people and appearances that you have to look a certain way. You have to, you know, you cannot, you have to look like this. You have to look like that to be presentable to God, uh, to be a presenter of God. I understand that you need to look a certain way. You know what I mean? You can't be dressing. I'm, I'm sorry with these words that I'm going to say, but you can't be dressing like, Oh, you know what I mean? Showing your breasts and your nalgas out there, you know, as, and you're talking about God. I, I, I know you have to look a certain way, but don't judge a person based on tattoos because God doesn't. God accepts everybody. Do not limit people in how they need to, uh, what they do with their bodies. Okay. If you're not doing it for the dead, if you're not doing it to glorify or worship an idol, if you're not doing it for, uh, to show that you're from this and to, from that, that you're a warrior, then you have nothing to worry about. As for me, myself, and I, I prayed about this. I wanted tattoos since I was 20, since in my early 20s, shoot, even in high school. But I was always taught from a very young age that, well, from religious people, no, that's a sin. You cannot sin against God. And that's why I never did it until I decided to look up and study my own, um, my own, uh, well, look it up on my own. And I could not depend on just preachers telling me in what to do. I have to study the Bible myself. And then ever since I started to pick up that habit of studying the Bible constantly, I got curious. Okay, God, what do you really say about tattoos? Because I know how people feel about tattoos. And I know people like to interpret the Bible how they want to interpret because that's how they feel and that's how they want it to be run. But what do you say, God? Right? So this is why I had to do my own studies. So now, um, in Romans 12, one, and in first uh, Timothy two, nine, it does say to dress acceptable. Okay. It does talk about that. Um, do you need to, uh, be an open book and you need to present yourself straight away, but it's nowhere talking about tattoos. Okay. So I really want to emphasize that if you do not have a, uh, if the Holy spirit does not convict you regarding this, then by all means, do what makes you whatever fulfills you. Um, not in the lust of the flesh, because we already talked about that. You can't be jumping into things like that. You know what I mean, I'm just literally just talking about tattoos. So relax, people. Okay. Um, the Bible does talk about not to be uh, like this, the people of the world. And I know the tattoos are a, a worldly thing. It was created from a worldly people. It actually, I looked it up a little bit uh, on history. Um, and there's two versions. There's one that I got. It was uh, created by Japanese and it's 5,000 years uh, BCE, right? And then I saw another one that they saw tattoos on, they called him the Iceman and he was discovered in Italy. And that was 5,300 years old uh, BCE, uh, which means before Christ's era. And I know tattoos have, uh, been going on for a while, but if you are not doing it for the dead or for any other reason, a form of worship, I personally think you're fine. However, if you don't feel like doing it and you feel convicted, then don't 
do it. Simple as that. You know what I mean? Because people are so um, interested in how you, your appearance. And that trips me out because to this day, people are still being fooled that a church girl, I'm going to use myself as an example, a church girl needs to be clean cut, needs to speak a certain way, needs to um, quote every scripture in the book, have a perfect attendance at church, be in the altar, sing in the altar, and oh my gosh, she must be holy, right? But behind closed doors, her character's a different way. And she treats people differently who are not church people. And she belitters, I've seen this happen. She belitters unbelievers because, you know, she feels holy. That's pride. And I'm, and, 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 and I know a lot of people like that and, um, and I'm not going to mention names, but as for me, myself and I, I know how I look like, excuse my language, but I know how I look. I know I look cabrona. Like, I'm sorry. I know I look that way. And if you see me, the way I talk, the way I dress, I mean, I don't dress provocative or anything like that, but you know, I usually, I dress for longer. <laughs> I usually don't care, but the way I dress, you won't see me. I won't, I don't have the look of a Christian little girl. I don't, but you know what? My morals are right. My, my, my word of God, I put it into practice. I treat people with kindness as much as I can. So before you start judging a person's cover, maybe you should start observing their behavior because that defines a true Christian, not in how you think they should look. Okay, I don't know why I got this all the way over here, over here deep, right? But the Bible does say, Jesus said this, don't blend into the world, but be transformed by the renewal of the mind. That's what he's talking about. It's not talking about, well, you can't dress this way because you're, you're matching like the worldly people. No, it's not talking about that. You can't put tattoos on because you're blending in like the worldly people. No, it's not talking about that what jesus was saying do not be formed of this world the way they think don't think like the people of the world that's what it's saying that's what he said but renew your mind constantly it's about the mind that's what jesus was talking about because the mind like i said earlier is the one that affects the heart the emotions and after you affect all that then then it becomes a doing like if I start thinking, uh, like, okay, you know what? I want, I want to, I want to look at a man like this. And then I start looking at porn. It starts rooted in me, and then I start talking to a guy. And then what happens next? The action comes behind it. So this is why God was talking about that you need to control the way you think to be transformed on the renewal of the mind because it all starts with that. It's not talking about tattoos. Okay, so on. If you're still not convinced, let's talk about circumcision because we all know the circumcision in, in the old Testament was a big thing. That was a figure of that You are a child of God. Now that you, that you are a follower of God. Now that's what circumcision means. Right. But if you, and if you jump to Galatians five, let's go to Galatians five. Okay. So this is apostle Paul that is talking. 
okay because he was talking to a couple of his followers and his followers um in the beginning of his ministry um he was a bit religious and i already talked about this and like i said in the last episode of god versus apostle paul apostle paul was a bit religious in the beginning of his ministry and that's when he made timothy uh get circumcised right because that was a form like i said right now a form of way of saying that you are a godly man but then later on when god started changing his ways then apostle paul said in this uh galatians 5 2 he say he's basically saying here that what's the whole point of of jesus if you're still going to depend on the old testament he's literally telling them you don't have to get circumcised to say you are a godly man or that you're saved you can as long as you accept christ because people Tradition, they get uh, stuck in tradition, in rituals, in in the in their old ways. Hence, religious people they don't like tattoos, right? So don't get stuck in your ways. Remember that, like, are you don't have to be circumcised to be a follower or to go to heaven anymore. So this is the same thing about tattoos. You don't have to be clean cut to know that you are a godly person and that you're going to heaven. I hope I'm, 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 I'm hoping I'm making sense here because do not depend on your parents or circumcision or, or anything of the above. We're, we are now in the new Testament times. We are saved and we are good based on Jesus, nothing else. So that's the argument apostle Paul was saying in the end, that it's not about our, our, what you sacrifice meaning, oh, I'm not going to get tattoos. It's about what you do, how your character is. And I'm going to leave you with this conclusion. And I'm going to go back to the Old Testament and what God says in 1 Samuel 16, 7. And this is going to be my conclusion. But the Lord said unto Samuel, look not of his appearance or on his height of his stature, because I have refused him. Okay. For the Lord sees not as the man sees. God doesn't judge the way we judge. For the man looks on the outward appearance, but the Lord looks on the heart. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, this is it. This is your girl, Little Rose. I'm out. Be blessed and stay blessed.